So last week we spoke about the an introduction to the this section of tefillah, which was which is the the world of Bria, and we spoke about the significance of the brachot and why they are the way they are, why they're they're not strictly written like a like a regular bracha of a mitzvot of Asher Kedusham Sotavitzivanu. We spoke about what this realm of um, of meditation entails, how this um, realm that we've ro- risen up to in the tefillah is a realm of, of intellect, of thought, how we rise from the world of action to the world of emotion in the Pesuket de Zimra with our speech, and now we've risen into an, 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 a realm of intellect, a meditative realm with higher levels of malachim and how we're going to praise all the heavenly hosts in this bracha. Now, the, this week, I think we're going to look at the first two paragraphs of Yotzer R from, from the bracha until the poem of Kel Baruch Gidol Deya. And we'll save the, the next paragraphs of Kel Baruch and then Titbarach Lanetzach for the following week. Now, I think just at this point, it's a good time to bring up just to note some of the halachot about Yotzer Ar, because I don't know if we mentioned them previously. First of all, it's, it's almost uh, needless to say that one's not allowed to interrupt during these brachot, even to answer Amen, because you're in the middle of a bracha. You can't answer Baruch Hu You can't answer Amen, Amen You can't answer that in the middle of Yotzer Ar. Um, as far as standing or sitting, you could be Yotze by standing, but the Mekubalim recommend sitting during this, uh, this uh, section of tefillah. And there's also a Midrash, uh, which is brought in Shira Shirim, which says that Hashem said to Avraham Avinu, Basically, a midrash which is speaking about Avram Avinu and the zechut that he sat before Hashem, and it says that you're a, a simanto for your for your for your descendants who are going to sit in the shul and say Kriyat Shema for me. That's another uh, source that it's appropriate to sit during the brachot of Kriyat Shema. Um, this is brought by the Dover Shalom. And furthermore, there's another halacha, which is that at the beginning of Yotzer Ar, and you'll see this printed in a lot of Sidurim, they say to be mashmish b'tfilin shalyad, like to, to adjust the tefillin shalyad at that point. This is also for Kabbalistic reasons. And some Sidurim, um, the one in front of us here, yeah, we have... Uh, we have the, the Kol Sasson in front of us that says to touch the Tilin Shayad and then you kiss the fingertips, comes from the Kafa Chaim, the Ben Chai. All of them say to, to do this thing for Al Piyah Kabbalah. Now, regarding the Nusach of this Bracha, what's incredible about these first two paragraphs, you know, excluding the, the rest of Yotzer R, is that virtually every printed Sidur today has the identical Nusach of Yotzer or Borei Choshech Hoseh Shalom Ubereyat HaKol Amelo La'aretz V'ladarim Aleha Almost every Sidur you pull out, whether it's Faradi, Ashkenaz, Moroccan, Syrian, every single one has word for word the same Nusach, virtually every single Sidur that, which is used. However, um, that excludes the Temani Nusach. Now, the reason that's surprising is because 
generally with the Nusach and Tefillah, we'll originally have like two original Nuschaot, two original versions, let's say one from the Babylonian schools, one from the Yushami schools, and then they evolve throughout the generations to be, you know, somewhat similar, but they evolve slightly differently. That's generally what we see when it comes to Nusach. We see that with Baruch Shamar. We saw that many, many places, what the exact Nusach was of each bracha, Yishtabach, we saw that as well. But in Yotzer R, for some reason, we see that originally the opposite happened. In the time of the Rishonim, in the time of the Rishonim, there were many more differences between the different minhagim of how to say Yotzer R. There were words that were put in by some, weren't put in by others. I think the most, um, the most different of all the nus- uh, Nuschaut is that of Rav Sadia Gaon, which is the Egyptian, nus- the early, early Egyptian Nusach, which the Rambam himself uh, descends from. So the Rambam's Nusach is similar to that. And therefore, the Temanim are the only ones with a slightly different Nusach than everybody else. But originally, even the, the, Sfaradi Ash- the Sfaradi and Ashkenazi uh, Nuschaut were a little bit different, and instead of evolving into major differences later, they converged into one exact Nusach. So it's not clear exactly how that happened. It's likely that it was the influence of the Mikubalim, because on the Ashkenaz side, you had the, the Gra, you had uh, the Siddur of Herzliach Tzibur, you had, uh, and on the Ashkenazi side, you had, on the Ashkenazi side, you had um, the Arizal and Kavachayim and all, all the later Mikubalim who, who um, uh, edited the Siddur that said, uh, that, that showed the significance of every single word and every single letter in this bracha. So it's likely that those mikubalim caused us to converge the nuschaut into one uh, major nusach, which I, I happen to personally find incredible. Um, now, we're going to uh, identify exactly which words the temanim uh, don't say in a few minutes. Now, the first three, two paragraphs contain three topics. The first topic is, um, well, not really three topics. It's, it's, it's one topic, a swing, and then right back to the topic. It starts off, Yotzer Or, Borei Choshech, that Hashem creates, uh, let, me, let me just read the, 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 uh, the, the translation here, who forms light and creates darkness, who makes peace and creates everything, who illuminates the earth and for those who inhabit it, with compassion, Right? And it begins to speak about Hashem creating the world, how He created light and darkness, how Hashem created all the things underneath it. And then, it takes a break and it says, With your bountiful compassion, take pity on us. The rock of our strength, the shield of our deliverance, who is a strength for us. It, it takes a break and starts asking Hashem for Rachmanut. And then it goes back and it starts, God who is blessed great in knowledge, who prepared and made the sun's rays. It's very perplexing that the first, you know, two paragraphs, the first paragraph's talking about Briyat Olam, the second one just stops talking about it and says, hey, please give us mercy. The third one goes back to speaking about Hashem's creation of the heavenly host. So that's something we're going to actually have to, have to deal with um, shortly as to why it swings, swings back like that. Now, the let, let me just pause for a second to go get a Gemara Brachot. So the Gemara, <coughs> the Gemara over there says in Brachot, Yotzer Or Uborei Choshech. The Gemara is discussing um, the Bracha of Yotzer Or, and it begins with the Nusach. Um, it begins with the Nusach 
that we're familiar with from the bracha, and it wants to know, why don't we say Yotzer Or Bore Noga? Meaning, the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, the, let, let, let's, let's take a step back. This wording of Yotzer Or, is a phrase borrowed from a nivuah that Yeshaya Hanavi had. And Yeshaya Hanavi, in Perak Memhe, in Yeshaya, <clears throat> was giving a nivuah to Koresh, Cyrus the Great of Persia. Now, the funny thing about that Nibuah is that Cyrus wasn't even born yet. Uh, Koresh wasn't born until 160 years after Yeshaya lived. So Yeshaya was giving a Nibuah to a person he had never met, but those were the words that Hashem said to him. And the Jews, 160 years later, delivered that prophecy to Koresh. Now, it says in... Um, in the words of Yishayim, I don't have it, no, here, I have it in front of me, Yotzer Or Shalom that I am the one who formed light and created darkness, I make peace and I created evil, Ani Hashem I am Hashem who made all of these things. So, <clears throat> Rav Schwab actually suggests that the reason it uses this terminology in the Nivuah, there's it's a long Nivuah, it's about a parak or two prakim, and he suggests that the reason it says, Ani Hashem Kol Am Hashem who created these two things is because Cyrus the Great converted the, the um, Persian Empire to Zoroastrianism, which is the, a religion which believes in, in a dual power, that there's one power of good and, and light, and there's one power of evil and darkness. They, only, they saw the, the solving the problem of evil as saying that there were two creators, two powers, and if, I don't know if you've heard of the, there's a, in, in Daniel, in, in the book of Daniel, it, it describes the story where Daniel, where there's a gzera not to pray anymore. And Daniel went to his own private place to go pray because the king ordered, uh, Cyrus ordered that there should no longer be people praying for a week. And the reason for that was because they were converting all the temples at that time. He was converting from uh, the old pagan stuff to Zoroastrianism. So... Rav Schwab suggests that the reason Hashem speaks to Cyrus in this way is because he's saying, no, Am Hashem created Ar, Am Hashem created Choshech, Am Hashem created good, and Am Hashem created evil. It's me, Ani Hashem, Osekol Ela. I am the same God who created both of these things. <clears throat> so that's where the language comes from. Now, we substitute Ubore Ra, that I created evil, with Borei Atakol, because it's a Lashon Malia, like it's a better, nicer Lashon, rather than saying, so the Gemara wants to know, why don't we say, um, <clears throat> when we say Yotzer Or, we shouldn't say Ubore Choshech, that Hashem created darkness. We should say Ubore Noga, that He created a, a glow. Make it a Lashon Malia. So the Gemara counters, it says, uh, no, we should only write it in the way that it's, it's written in the Pasuk. So the Gemara counters back. Do we say in our davening, Ubore Ra? We say Hakol. Sugmara says, you're right. We should have said Bore we should have said Bore Noga. The reason we chose Ubore Choshech was because we wanted to mention darkness or nighttime by day. In other words, we want to if that was the right order, let me just quote the Gemara properly. In order to um, mention the measure of day by night and the measure of night by day. 
very mysterious um, statement. We want to mention Choshech explicitly in the bracha, so, so that in Shachrit we say, we say Yotzer Or Boi Choshech, and by Mariv Aravim at night in Arvit, we also mention the daytime. We say Ma'avir Yom Vivi Laila. So the morning prayers we mention nighttime, and the night prayers we mention daytime. Why is that necessary? So Rabbeinu Yonah, um, the Tamid Rabbeinu Yonah, on the back of the Gemara, they bring from Rabbeinu Hatzar Fatih, from Rabbeinu the French. I don't, I've never, I, I, maybe he's one of the Balei Tosafot. I've actually never heard of this Rishon. He says that this too is to counter the um, the Zoroastrian approach. Like the Gemara says, the Gemara is, is saying we should put this theology inside the bracha to tell people that Hashem, by night we should tell the people that by day by day we should t- we should be masking midat choshech. By night we should be masking midat yom to remind people that Hashem is the one who creates or and choshech. Hashem is the one who creates good and li- light and darkness, good and evil. So he brings the the Rabbeinu the Outsar Fati brings a Gemara in Chulin Pezayin Amaralef where where um, a heretic, Hahumina, a heretic came to in front of Rabbeinu Akadosh, and he said, "Misha bara yom lo bara laila." The one who created day didn't create the night. The one who created light didn't create Misha uh, bara or lo bara choshech. How do I know? The pasuk says in Yeshaya, uh, it says Yotzer or Borei choshech. There's two different people. One guy was Yotzer or one guy was Borei choshech. So, so Rebbe told him, "You tibish. Look at the end of the pasuk. It says Ani Hashem Kolele. I am Hashem who made all of these things. How how can you say such a foolish thing? So what's funny about that 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 statement of this Rishon is that. Our Gemara doesn't have that. Our Gemara says Yotzer Horim Obore Ruach, and the, the the Min asked him a totally different question. That the one who created mountains didn't create wind and etc. But his version seems to be Yotzer Or Borei and so he's saying that just like that Zoroastrian didn't understand that Hashem is a, the the Borei Kolela, therefore we make sure that by both davenings we don't just say Yotzer Or or just. Uh, by Mariv Arvim, that we just say Hashem creates light. Night. We want to remind everybody that Hashem creates both darkness and lightness and and light. Um, similarly, Rabbeinu Manoach in his Pirush on the Rambam, the uh, Rambam Hilchot Tefillah, he quotes his father in the name of Rabbi Yosef Ibn Palat, who said that the idea is that that the reason we say Yotzer or Uberei Choshech and the reason that we speak about Malachim. In Yotzer R, and we speak about the sun and the moon and all the heavenly hosts, is to remind the masses, to remind people that the heavenly hosts are not God. They're none of them are gods. None of them have any power. It's to remind us intellectually every day in this meditation of Bria that nothing, no matter how powerful, no matter how great, is nothing is 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 um is has any power. Everything is powerless before Hashem. Everything is nullified before Hashem. And no heavenly hosts, no matter how great they might seem, have any power to um, affect you directly, uh, or independently, I should say. Um, the Beit Yosef brings a, a pshat from the Mari Abu Hab, who was one of the prominent poskim who lived before the Beit Yosef. Beit Yosef only had half of what the Mari Abu Hab said. He heard that the Mari Abu Hab said, that we say midat laila bayom to remind us that all creations are good because we might think if we just said midat uh, if we just said midat yom if we just said yoser or then I would think that um, and I didn't say choshech I would say choshech is a bad creation 
Now, you say Borei Choshech to say that Choshech is not, is not a um, bad creation. That's why we say Borei Choshech. To add it in, to show that Choshech is not a bad creation. Everything Hashem made is good. But that's all the Beit have had from the Maria Bahab. So he asked a very simple question. If that's true, then why by Arvit do I have to say Ridat Yom Balayla? What, what does that tell us? So the Prisha had more of the Maria Bahab's writings, and he found that the Maria Bahab was actually saying that if we just say Midat Laila, um, if we just say Midat Yom Bayom, then we would think that 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 Yom is good for people, and that the daytime is a good to- is a good creation of Hashem because it's a time where people can work and be productive and learn. But nighttime is not such a good time. And if Hash- we would just praise Hashem for making night, we would think that the nighttime is a good creation because that's when people can rest. But the daytime is a bad creation because that's when people are slaving away and laboring. Therefore, we have to say both That's the full version of the Maria Abu Hab. So the Prisha points out that. The Beit Yosef's question is answered based on on this information, on this on this further information. Now, there's a fascinating Ben Ishchai in his uh, weekly Drashat Shemot, um, which he wrote in the Sefer Hilchot Ben Ishchai, and that he writes he he wrote it again in the Sefer Ben Yoyada. He wrote it again in the Sefer Yosef Chai, and he says another pshat in Yoser Or Borei and he says that it's narrowly that it says in the Sefer Habrit that the earth is round. The earth is actually a ball. And whenever it's night on one side of the world, it's day on the other side. Whenever it's day on one side of the world, it's night on the other. Therefore, the Gemara, when it says, Laskir midat yom balayla midat layla biyom, is to, to be amazed that it's daytime somewhere else or that it's nighttime somewhere else. And he brings a Zohar to prove that, there, that, the, that the Chachamim always knew that the world was round. And he even says that there's... Uh, <laughs> he says that the, the Goyim have always thought that the world is flat until, I, I can show you the Lashon, it's very cute. He says, until Sheshlacho Melech Sfarad Im Gibor Chayil, until the, the king of Spain sent with, uh, with, uh, with an army of men, um, he sent a Chacham with an army of men, Sheshmo uh, America, his name was America. Achim Then he found the land. It says, and he conquered that new land. America, and they called it America. So he says it wasn't until the you know the 1500s that the Goyim sent. Uh, he thinks it was the King of Spain. I, I guess he heard the history third hand in in Iraq. It was uh, Amerigo. Fasbushi was Italian. Regardless, it's still cute that he says that uh, that uh, the Goyim finally understood that the world is round, like Chazal always knew. But that was years later. In the Ben Yehoyada and in the Od Yosef Chai, he brings another pshat, which is very beautiful. It says, he says, Al-Derech one could say that Yotzer Or Borei Choshech means that, sorry, Lahaskir Midat Yom Balayla Midat Layla Biyom can mean that when a person has good Yisurim, when a person is B'midat Layla, when a person has Choshech and he has darkness in his life, he has to be maskir yom. He has to remember the good. He has to remember that Hashem is always going to be there for them. He shouldn't be mityayesh min ha yeshua. He shouldn't despair from hope that Hashem is going to save him. And if a person has good times, if a person is is fortunate that everything is going well, he shouldn't forget midat laila. He shouldn't forget that Hashem can punish those who do wrong. And he should be very careful not to get arrogant and not to, to rebel. And that's the other pshat he says. Now... I will mention shortly that a lot of the Rishonim um, and also the Achronim 
like to speak about this pasuk in Yeshaya Yotzer or Borech Hoshech um, because it relates to a complicated discussion of whether or not you could do Bria on Choshech, whether it's possible to do a creation um, or an Asiyah with something which doesn't exist. Uh, is there... The Rambam in Marin Vuchim speaks about this and in, in Chelek Gimel uh, Siman Yud. He says that in, in Lashon Kodesh, the word Bria means creation ex, ex nihilo, meaning a creation, something from absolute nothing. So ex, so for the Rambam, nothing, true nothing means absence of all things, literal, absolute nothingness. So when it says Breshit Barash, Breshit Barash when it says that Hashem created the world, that was bara. Hashem created something from nothing. Choshech, which is a nothingness, that we say the word briab. For that, you can have a creation. However, by things which do not come from nothingness, those you say either yotzer or you would say oseh. Um, for example, you can't say oseh by privations. So it'll say yotzer or borei choshech, oseh shalom uborei ra, and he created ra. Because of uh, ra, darkness and light are privation. Sorry, darkness is a privation of light, and um, evil is a privation of good. And the Rambam over there in Morez is discussing what it means that that evil is just a privation of good, and the difference between the Metakalimun, the the previous philosophers that believed that believed that. Uh, that uh, nothingness was the absolute nothingness, only could only speak about nothing as, as in terms of absolute nothingness in it, and they didn't consider, um, I believe they didn't consider the absence of properties to be nothingness. They believed the absence of properties such as darkness and, the, and absence of properties such as, uh, uh, let's say, uh, we, uh, evil, they consider that to have a, some sort of positive existence. The Rambam considers privations such as those to have no existence. Again, it's a it's a philosophical uh, rabbit hole, but that's this is what uh, a reason the pas- this pasuk is given a lot of weight in the Rishonim, and they speak about it in those terms, and they also speak about different f- levels of causation, like could a person cause nothingness, and all these interesting uh, philosophical ideas. Let's move on a little further in the um, in the words. Just al hapshat. Says, he who illuminates the earth, and for those who inhabit it, meaning Hashem's doing a chesed for the earth itself by illuminating it, and for those who dwell on it, also it's a chesed for us, with compassion. So why do you need mercy for this earth? So the Rokeach explains that if you look at the sun, it's just far enough and just close enough. If it was too far, we'd freeze. If it was too close, we'd burn. And therefore, there's a rachamim that Hashem keeps the sun exactly where it's supposed to be, and we don't. Uh, our planet doesn't uh, melt or <laughs> or uh, freeze. So that's the rachamim. But he really means it. Also, he doesn't say it in terms of just sun and uh, just the cold and 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 heat. He also mean, says that it means that all of Hashem's are and all of Hashem's shefatas is brought to us with the midah of rachamim that it's measured perfectly so that it doesn't overwhelm us. And so that it doesn't deprive us. Um, and in his goodness, he is he renews daily. Um, uh, how do they? Sorry, how do they translate? And in his goodness, renews every day constantly the work of creation. 
So, uh, give me a second here. Right, so the first thing I want to discuss about this, these words is Uv Tuvo and in his goodness. All of the Nuschal to get today have this language of Uv Tuvo. The earlier ones, some of them didn't. Uh, some of them had Vituvo, some just didn't have it. The Tamanim still don't say it. Um, but more importantly, um, there's a Gemaran Brachot, which says that by Zimun, if a person says, Baruch Shachan Mishilo, Chainu, and from his goodness he gives us life. That person's a boar. That person is like a, an, an ignoramus. But a person who says, Uv tuvo, and in his good, chayinu, um, Uv tuvo, and from his good, but not from, but Uv tuvo, and with his good, chayinu, that person's a tamid chacham. Why is that? So Rashi says, because if you say, tuvo, if you say that from Hashem's good, um, he sustains us, then it sounds like you're being ungrateful, that Hashem only gave you the bare minimum. But if... You say, if you say that, that Hashem is giving us, if it's with Hashem's good, that means Hashem is giving us all of His good. The Marsha says, if you say, then it would be like, um, if you say, then it would sound like Hashem needs to subtract from Himself, if that makes any sense. If you said, and from His good, He sustains us, that would sound like Hashem had to almost take something away from Himself to give it to you in order to sustain you. There, so we, therefore we say, Uftubo, and with his good he sustains you because there's nothing that Hashem Shalom has to subtract from himself. Now, another word here which is, doesn't appear everywhere is tamid, constantly. So what does it mean that Hashem is uh, constantly um, creating all of these things? So we know the Pasuk says, Hu um, amar vayihi. Hashem said and it was. Throughout Bereshit, we say vayhi ar, um, vayhi tov, like all these, all these things that were when Hashem, vayhi chen, all, all those things that, we, that Hashem said and they were. But hutzi vaviyamod is the second step, that Hashem commands and they remain standing firm. So besides the initial act of creation, there's a constant act of creation that Hashem continues the existence of the, of the world. So... It would sound like that's actually a contradiction. It would sound like creating and keeping it, that constantly creating and upkeeping and keeping something alive and static are two different things. Are you every, this is actually something which comes from the philosophy of time and motion. Are you saying that you're renewing something every moment? Are you having a new moment every, every second? Or is it one continuous stream? So in the Rikati, in, in his Pirusham Breshit, he holds that Mechadesh and Tamid are not a contradiction. It means that Hashem is constantly powering the universe. Just like if you have electricity going into a light bulb, right? There's new electricity every second to a degree, and that, that electricity is powering the light bulb. That, that power is powering the light bulb, but it's also constantly Mechadesh. So it's, it's a constant flow, and it's a constant creation, because Hashem's cognizance of our universe keeps our universe Extant. He doesn't see Mechadesh and Tamid as a contradiction, even though if you really think about it, it's a very difficult thing to parse, to, to understand if Hashem's constantly, every moment, renewing, or if Hashem is um, uh, keep, not just renewing every moment, but keep sustaining every moment. It's a very fine distinction. Uh, the Gemara in Chagigah does not say the word Tamid. The Gemara Chagigah is speaking of the Shiva Rekim, of the seven Rekiot, 
uh, and it says uh, the the first one is called Vilon, and it says that in that in that rakiyah it's Mechadesh B'chol Yom Ma'asebereishit, but it doesn't say Tamit, it doesn't say constantly. So some want to say that from that Gemara you can see that the word Tamid doesn't apply, and others say that no, well. That Gemara is only speaking about daytime, so of course it only didn't say tamid. If he was saying day and night, then we then we'd be speak, Then we should say tamid. Um, the Zohar in Pikude does say when he quotes Yoser R, he does have the language of tamid. Therefore, most Girsaot say tamid. Besides the, of course, the Tamani one, which doesn't say that. The Ramchal says first of all, like the Rikanti, he says that yes, it's constant, and Hashem is powering the world. And this is a constant creation. But he says another thing which is very interesting. He says that since since Hashem created the world, there was a plan set out for every day in the future of the 6,000 years. Every single day was going to have its own allotment of chesed. Every day when you wake up in the morning, you have to realize that Hashem plans your day and the measure of goodness that's going to come to that day from the moment the world was created. From the Yemei Bereshit, Hashem gave every day its own power. And therefore, Mechadesh Bechol Yom Tamid means that every day Hashem is uh, renewing the Maaseh Bereshit, the original act of creation, because those settings, those parameters were already put in place uh, when the world was created. Now, the next words of the, of the Tefillah are, Hamelech Hamiromam Levadom Eaz. He alone is king, the exalted one since before time, so from then. Who is praised, glorified, and exalted from the Mimoto Olam, from the beginning of days. Now this is saying that before Briat HaOlam, Hashem was considered king. We say this in Adon Olam. Adon Olam Hashem Malach B'Terem Kol That Adon Olam Hashem is the king of the world who was Melech before the world was created. Hashem was Melech before the world was created. And this is an important aspect we spoke about by the Don Olam, that Hashem can be a melech without subjects. Generally, we think of malchut, we think of a king. A king has subjects. A king has people who are loyal to him. But if there's no one loyal to a king, there's no humans around, what kind of malchut do you have? You're the king over nothing. Therefore, by Hashem, we have to point out that Hashem was a melech even before, that there's an aspect of malchut before the creation of the world as well. This is, Kabbalistically, they speak of this as Malchut Atzilut. There's a higher level of Malchut, which doesn't require subjects, it doesn't require other agents of an equal uh, uh, stature, or similar, of a similar statue, stature. This is why it also hints to Me'az, Az Yashir Moshe, Uvnei Israel. At that time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had, uh, at the time of Kriyat Yamsuf, Az Yashir Moshe, we saw a revelation of this Malchut, of Malchut Atzilut, because that Malchut was the, the power which split um, this, this uh, let's call it, I don't want to call it Malchut because it's a little too technical, but this manifestation of Hashem, of Melech, was the manifestation which um, the Bnei Yisrael saw at the Yamsuf. So Levadome Az means not only from before Hashem created the world, but also from Kriyat Yamsuf, Hashem was like a Melech Yoshev. That's a topic we spoke about by Adon Olam. Now, Miyamot Olam, I think the, um, all the, the, the Ashkenaz Mefrashim will mention that Hamshubah from Miyamot Olam means that only once were there, were creation, there were creations were the creations able to praise Hashem. So from, from the days of time means that the creations, once Hashem created them, then 
they were able to praise uh, praise Hashem. Let's go a sentence further. Um, that Hashem, master of our power, of our God of the world, with your bountiful compassion, take pity on us. Master of our power, a of our strength, shield of our deliverance, who is a strength for us. It says four different terms. The Mekubalim say this is, can I get the four different names of Hashem? But more importantly, the Rokach here explains, why are we swinging, swinging to Midat HaRachamim? Why do, why do we suddenly start speaking, uh, begging for Hashem's mercy? He says, because it's a very famous Rashi, the beginning of Breshit, that Hashem wanted to create the world with Midat Din, but he saw that the world wouldn't, wouldn't survive, so he had to temper it with Midat HaRachamim. So because we're speaking about Maaseh Bereshit in Yosef Or, therefore, we are going to mention, the, the, the Bracha mentions Midat HaRachamim, that we have to pray, pray to Hashem for His Rachamim, which He created dur- during Maaseh uh, Bereshit. And I, I saw that, I thought that that was probably the best theory as to why we swing to speaking about Rachamim. There's an alternate theory to learn this entire section which the Rabbi Yehuda ben Yakar, the Rebbe of the Ramban said, which is a really fascinating, radical approach to how you, how you learn the whole bracha. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a midrash in, Pirke, in the Pirkei der Belezer, which says that when Hashem created Adam Rishon, Adam Rishon was uh, from one, one that he was as great as the entire universe, and then the Malachim saw him and thought he was God, so they wanted to pray to him, and then they saw that the Adam Rishon himself was praying, and he said, why are you praying to me? Don't you see that I myself am praying to Hashem? And immediately they adorned him with, uh, with uh, I believe the Lashon was Oz Vigeyut, and they adorned him, and, and then he gave them all names, a very esoteric um, uh, midrash, and then they sang to Hashem together. So that's, that's basically this midrash in the Pekeder Elazar, and they're usually mystical, they're usually very esoteric. So he has a radical approach to describe that the entire bracha here in Yoser Or is following that story. The Yoser Or Brei Choshech Oseh Shalom That's that's the first part where Hashem created Adam Harishon. Then Marabu Masech Hashem is when Adam Harishon opens his eyes and he and he's asking all the the creations why all the Malachim why are you guys praying to me why are you you know why are you uh, pray, uh, pray, uh, praising me or praying to me you should pray to Hashem. Then is the section where he's praying for mercy on behalf of the angels that they made this mistake, and then they pray for mercy together. And then finally, uh, it goes on to the poem of Kel Baruch Gedol because they all start praising Hashem together. It's a radical approach. I don't understand what the Pirkei Der Beliazar is actually speaking about because it's very the language is very esoteric about the different, the whole story of Adam Rishon being created and and looking down and looking up and all these fascinating, uh, opaque ideas. But uh, that would explain the swing, the sudden swing to uh, asking Hashem for Achamim. So now lastly, um, I wanted to just mention some minor points that the Mikubalim point out here. In the Siddur, the Sidurei Chabad, and in the Imre Shefer, which is uh, Pirush on the Gra, they both speak of the same idea here at the beginning of Yotzer Ar. The, the, and this is just the Kabbalistic ideas of Yotzer R, and we can't really do more than this. The, we say Yotzer R uberei choshech. This, this indicates or signals that we're rising from the Olam HaYitzira to the Olam HaBriya, Yitzira and Biriya. So we're going higher and higher. We're just coming out of Yitzira. We're going to Briya. And in this analogy 
of Yitzira and Bria, the world of Yitzira and the world of Bria. In this analogy, the world of the the level of R, the level of light, is on a lower level than Choshech, because in the the Shefa of Hashem, which is apparent in the world of Yitzira, is a, is a Shefa of Hashem, an R of Hashem, which is perceivable. It's a it's a it's, it's a it's called musag. It's something which we can perceive. It's something that which we can emote. But the the R of Hashem and the Olam Habriah is higher. It's imperceivable. It's something which we cannot uh, perceive. And that's why it's called choshech. Because at that level, it's so um, unknowable to us that we call it choshech. That level of Hashem's R, that level of Hashem's manifestation is so high and so great that we can't even uh, relate to it. Now, why are these two levels of Hashem's behavior important? For that, it continues, Oseh Shalom Ubriyatakol. Hashem makes peace between the two of these things. Oseh is for the Olam HaSiyah. So it's saying that in the world of Yitzira, there's Ar. In the world of Bria, there's Choshech. This was all done for the world of Asiyat, so that there should be peace, there should be Shalom in the world of Asiyah. Because in our world, we need Hashem to be able to operate in two different modes. In a mode where we could perceive Him, and in a, wor- and in a mode which we cannot perceive Him. In a mode of Ar, a, mo- a mode of, of a perceivable... Um, creator and a perceivable God, and then there's the the, the level of Choshech, which is the unknowable creator, uh, the mysterium tremendum, the 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 God which we cannot uh, relate to, because we simply don't understand his actions and we don't fully understand how he operates. These two designs, these two manifestations of Hashem, were necessary for our lower world. Now you'll see in some of the Sidurim, and otherwise I would not mention this, in some of the Sidurim at the beginning of Yotzer R, it says it says. Heichal Livnat Sapir, the, the hall of the brickwork of sapphire. That's basically what it'll say at the, at the beginning of, of, of the bracha. Like a Kabbalistic thing. This is the, of the Heichalot, this is called Heichal Livnat Sapir. So this comes from Azar and Pekude, uh, page uh, Reish Mem Dalet Amudbet, where he speaks about Yotzer Ar. And over there he speaks about the Sheva Heichalot. There's seven Heichalot de Kedusha, he calls them, seven uh, halls or chambers in Shemayim of holiness. And he speaks about what happens in each one of these uh, Hechalot. And the Mikualim explain exactly what Hechalot are, that there's some manifestation in the world of Bria, and all of these different things. Now the lowest level of all of these chambers is called Livnat HaSapir. Why it's called Livnat HaSapir is not important, but the the the, the Arizal explains that the world of Livnat HaSapir is the world which is empowered by the Sefira called the Yisod, and therefore all of the terminology in the first part of Yotzer R corresponds to the Sefira of Yisod. For example, the word Shalom and Boreat Hakol, Shalom and Kol are, are used as, as code words for Yisod throughout, throughout uh, Tanakh. So whenever you, not whenever, but many times when you see Hakol or Kol or Shalom, it's a reference to a manifestation of Yisod, and therefore um, and there, and that's why this section is called of Sapir because it's the lowest level of Bria, of uh, the Sheva Hechalot of Bria, which is the level of of Yesod. So Bezrat Hashem, I think next week we will continue with um, uh, the 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 poem of Kelbaruch Nimotutenu. Maybe we will get as far as the Kedusha of the Malachim, but. To be honest, I doubt it. So (laughs) I'll see you all next week. Bezat Hashem.